Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola y feliz martes. Bienvenidos al episodio 84. Welcome to episode 84 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be answering a listener question. And this is something that comes up quite often. It's actually one of the most frequently asked questions that I get uh, in email and in comments and from some of my coaching clients. And I know this is probably something that has been on your mind. So I know this episode will be super helpful. So make sure you grab your pen and your paper or if you're taking notes on your computer, on your phone, because this will be a value-packed episode and I know that you'll definitely get something out of it. Uh, but before we get started, I wanted to just say gracias. Thank you to everyone who participated in our Facebook Live last week. As you know, on the podcast last week, we talked about Dominican Spanish greetings and also how to respond to some common greetings in Dominican Spanish and we launched our Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. So we had a lot of interest. We had a lot of folks uh, join us live and ask questions and we were able to answer some of those questions live as well. So if you haven't already checked it out, make sure you are in our Facebook group. Just go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash Facebook and that'll take you directly to our Facebook group so that you can join and you can actually watch the replay if you missed the Facebook Live. But we've had so much fun with our launch of the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast and you still do have a few more days if you're listening to this in August 2020. Uh, our launch week will be ending on August 8th and we will be giving away 10 copies of the Dominican Spanish 101 ebook which has over 200 uniquely Dominican 
words and phrases along with examples and context and audio so you can hear exactly how it sounds when you're chatting with your friends and family from the Dominican Republic. So make sure you listen to the podcast, leave a review for the Dominican Spanish 101 podcast, and you will be entered into our giveaway. All right. So gracias a todos. Thank you so much for your support of our episode last week and the launch of our new Dominican Spanish 101 podcast. I hope you'll find it helpful as we continue to release more episodes for season one. All right, so back to the topic for this week. Now, this is a question that I get asked, I don't know, almost every time I start with a new uh, coaching client uh, or someone starts out in our Spanish Consalsa membership, which I'll be talking more about at the end of the episode. Um, if you've been thinking about joining, I will be having a special promotion coming up next week. So stick around to hear more about that at the end. Uh, but yes, this is a very, very common question and everyone sort of wants an answer to it, but it's really not that simple to answer. So I figured instead of trying to just send a quick email about this, that I would dedicate an episode to really breaking down the strategy because I think it's critically important if you want to make progress with Spanish faster. Now, the question I received is, what is the best way to spend my Spanish study time? Now, this question is super important and you may have thought about this, whether you have you know 10 hours a week to dedicate to Spanish, whether you only have 15 or 30 minutes a day, you want to make sure that what you're doing with your time is effective. So you want to really have a good mix of activities and it also will very much depend upon your goals. So you'll want to make sure that how you spend your time is directly related to what you want to do with Spanish and not just some cookie cutter approach to, oh, I want to be fluent. Okay, well, what does that mean? There's reading, there's writing, there's listening, there's speaking, right? There's different skills when it comes to learning the language. So you really want to be clear about what you need to work on and in what order. So before you even get into trying to figure out how to spend your time studying Spanish, you really have to start with a goal. And I'll actually be doing a goal setting workshop for the members of the Spanish Con Salsa uh, members club and we will be going through a live goal setting exercise on August 25th of 2020 so we will be planning that for later this month and if you sign up for our membership you will be able to participate um, and like I said next week I will be opening up some more spaces in our community so that you can join us if you're interested in getting more help with setting your goals. So ideally you will have already gone through a goal setting process before you get to this step but in this episode, what I can do for you is give you sort of a general idea if you're stuck and you're not sure what your next step is, or if you're not sure if what you're doing with your time is working, I'll give you some insight into what you can do with your time to actually help you make progress faster. Now, the first thing that I have to mention, and this principle applies across the board uh, to language learning, and that is this. Frequency is more important than the amount of time you spend studying. Frequency is more important than the amount of time you spend studying. And I almost hate the word study because it implies that you have to sit down sort of at a computer or, you know, in a library with, with a bunch of textbooks. So I'm, I'm using the term study loosely. You can think of it more as how much time you spend with the language, how much time you spend exposing yourself to and working with Spanish so when I say study, I really don't mean like sort of the traditional way of going into a library and studying. But either way, the time that you spend with the Spanish language must be 
frequent. So however that's defined for you, if, if it's every day, obviously that's ideal. I always recommend at least taking a day off because sometimes, you know, even when you're in a full immersion em environment, sometimes you just need a break. You just need a day where you're like not trying to think and trying to process and trying to improve. Maybe you're just listening to music, you're enjoying yourself, or you're, you're just not listening to Spanish for a day a week. So I definitely recommend to take that, that sort of day off if you need it. Um, but ideally, of course, you'd get some exposure to Spanish pretty much every day of the week. So think about it like this. If you have a time budget, similar to the way you have a budget for your money, you have to define how you're going to spend that time and how you're going to prioritize how you spend your time. Same thing with your money. If you know that you have to pay rent or you have to pay mortgage or different bills, you prioritize that. You make sure you do that first. And after that, if you have other disposable income, maybe you can use it for other things. But you want to make sure you take care of your priorities first. So we're going to think about spending our Spanish time in the same way. We have to budget our time and figure out what we should do with our time day to day, week to week, when we're trying to improve and really truly reach Spanish fluency. So let's say you have four hours to spend, right? You have four hours that you can dedicate to learning Spanish in a week. Well, instead of trying to cram in all four hours on a Saturday or trying to split it between two days where maybe on Monday you do two hours and on Wednesday you do two hours, the best way to allocate that time would be over a longer stretch of days. So for example, if you have four hours a week, maybe you study for an hour a day, four days a week, because that'll give you your four hours, but you're not trying to cram all of that time into one session. If you only have two hours a week, instead of just dedicating one day a week to fitting in those two hours where you have to sit down and try to concentrate for two hours straight, it's much better if you break down that two hours into four 30-minute sessions throughout the week. That means you'll get more frequent exposure to Spanish and you will still be able to make progress fairly quickly. I also recommend that you are consistent. So for example, if you have a routine and you know every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, for example, those will be the days that you study Spanish, then you're more likely to follow through and stick to it because week by week you won't be thinking, oh, am I studying on Tuesday today? Am I studying in the morning or the afternoon? It's much better if you, if you pick a consistent day, time, and place to study Spanish so that you will associate Spanish with that day, time, and place. Those three things are very important to get yourself on a consistent schedule. Now, once you've decided what your schedule is going to be, the next thing is really the question that I got, which is, what's the best way to spend that time? So there's several different things you can do with your time when it comes to study. And again, it should be dependent upon what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish. However, in a general sense, I'm going to go through the order of things that I suggest that you focus on and make sure you add to your schedule first. I always suggest you start out with the sounds of Spanish. So you want to focus on pronunciation and making sure that you understand how the Spanish language should sound. If you're a beginner, I suggest starting out with the alphabet and then focusing on the vowel sounds before moving on to consonants and combinations of letters. You can find several resources online that will help you work on pronunciation. I always recommend our pronunciation mastery course because you get direct feedback 
from a Spanish coach that will help you improve your pronunciation um, so that you get more and more used to the sounds of Spanish. Um, and if you're interested in that, you can go to SpanishPronunciationMastery.com. That's SpanishPronunciationMastery.com if you want to work with our team and get some help with your pronunciation. So you'll want to start out with the sounds, and if you're at an intermediate level, you can approach this a little bit differently. If you already feel like you've mastered the sounds of Spanish and you know how they're supposed to sound, then you want to move on to listening to longer stretches of speech and imitating what you hear. You can listen to short sections of audiobooks, songs, interviews, podcasts, anything that will have some longer stretches of Spanish sounds for you to listen to and repeat. This will allow you to practice the sounds and will also make you aware of some things that you may not have been aware of before, some of the nuances in pronunciation, especially when it comes to linking words and sounds together and the intonation of the language. Those things come with practice. And it also helps to get feedback from a Spanish language coach or a teacher that can really help you begin to improve the way that you speak Spanish and your overall awareness of the sounds of the language. So if you don't have a perfect accent yet, <laughs> then I would suggest the first thing that you do is dedicate some time to practicing pronunciation and getting used to the sounds of Spanish. Now that would be the first suggestion I would have for your first study session. So if you only have 15 or 30 minutes, you can dedicate your first session for the week to pronunciation. Next, I recommend that you move on to listening comprehension. You have to spend quite a bit of time listening to Spanish to get used to the sounds of the language and also be able to improve your ability to understand what you're hearing. In episode 51, I actually go into quite a bit of detail into how to improve your listening comprehension through the process of active listening. So make sure you go back to episode 51 if you want more specifics on how to actually improve your listening comprehension. But I would recommend that you spend your second study session of the week devoted to active listening. This is also really good to pair with the activity you did in your previous session on pronunciation. So you've already done a session on the sounds of Spanish where you may have been focusing on a particular piece of content to practice repeating to improve your pronunciation. You can use that same content for listening comprehension and begin to focus on understanding the meaning of what you're hearing. So it's a great way to continue to use the same content, get more exposure to it and begin to improve, but this time focusing on a different skill. So listening comprehension, again, go back to episode 51. And you'll get some more details on exactly how to go about using that time. But I recommend that your second study session for the week should be devoted to listening comprehension. Now for your third session during the week, I would recommend that you spend time devoted to conversational Spanish. And there's two ways that you can approach this depending on your level and what you're trying to accomplish. If you're a complete beginner, you'll want to learn some basic conversational phrases and some very, very basic things that you need to know to even get a conversation started and be able to survive it. Okay, so if you haven't had a conversation yet in Spanish, uh, I do have a free resource guide and I will include a link in the show notes. Uh, so just go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 84. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 84. And I'll include a link to our free 
conversation guide that will teach you the basic phrases that you need to know to have your first conversation in Spanish. So if you don't have something you're already working from for your conversation day, you can simply start going through that conversation guide so that you can be prepared to have a conversation. If you're past the beginner level and you can already start a conversation pretty well, I recommend that you learn to talk more detail about yourself and to ask more questions. And the best way to approach this is by topic. Now, and I want you to even think about situations that you could possibly role play. So you could do this on your own. Again, if you just focus on phrases that you need in the conversation, and you can also do this with a conversation partner. Now, I definitely recommend that you spend some time preparing. So you may decide for one week that you just review phrases in preparation for next week where you actually have a one-on-one conversation. You could also choose to just role play the conversation and through that process, you will understand what you need to study. So if you're trying to say something, for example, if you're talking about movies because you really like movies and you've been watching a lot of Netflix lately, like I know a lot of us have, uh, and you try to have a conversation with a tutor or a coach and you're talking about movies, that will reveal the gaps in your vocabulary because as you're trying to express yourself, you'll go, oh, I don't know how to say this word. Or, oh, I don't know how to say that word. So you will begin to recognize some of those areas where you are lacking in vocabulary in the process of having a conversation. And I honestly think that's the best way to approach it because when you're talking to someone and you freeze up and you don't know what to say, your brain is going to be in full force like, hey, we need to figure this out. This cannot happen again. We want to be able to get through this conversation next time. So we have to study and focus on this area. So that's a great way to also prepare for your next session, which will be on vocabulary building. But if you're not ready to have that one-on-one, you can also dedicate this time to going through a conversation course. Now there's many different resources available. Some of the courses I like are Mango Languages, which you can actually get for free from the library. It takes you through sort of a conversational simulation, so to speak, through an app or, or on a website on the desktop. Uh, but it essentially helps you go through some phrases that you'll definitely need in conversation. Uh, another resource I like for that is Pimsleur. And again, I'll include a link in the show notes page for this episode at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 84, uh, where you can actually get a seven-day free trial. So for your next week, if you want to test it out, you can see if Pimsleur will work for you. But this is a really good option if you don't have time to set up a one-on-one or you find it a little intimidating and you want to be prepared, Pimsleur and Mango are good because they ask you to listen and repeat and respond to conversation prompts. And that will definitely prepare you to have a conversation if you're not ready for the one-on-one yet. So I definitely recommend, you know, either going through one of those lessons or identifying some phrases on your own. And then after that, you're going to book a session to have a one-on-one conversation with a language exchange partner or a coach. You can also reach out to one of the coaches on the Spanish Consalsa team. Just go to SpanishConsalsa.com slash lessons and you can schedule a one-on-one with a coach to practice conversation. But you definitely need to schedule those in-person uh, conversation sessions as well. So you got two options. Either review a lesson in a conversation course or some basic phrases that you'll need to use in conversation or actually have that one-on-one conversation uh, with a person in Spanish, all right? So that I would recommend for your third session. Now, for your fourth session for that week, I would recommend that you focus on vocabulary. 
And again, this is great, and you might notice that this all builds on each other. So you've already focused on some sounds of Spanish. You've done listening comprehension. So you already have some content that you're working with for the week. And if you've had a conversation or you worked on conversation phrases the day prior, then you'll have a lot of new material that you have to review. So this is a great time in this session to sit down and make some flashcards. Or if you don't like using flashcards, use a word list, whatever works for you. Um, I prefer using Quizlet, uh, it's quizlet.com. Uh, they also have an app that you can download and you can actually turn on the option to have audio played while you are reviewing your vocabulary so you can also get used to the sounds at the same time. Uh, but in any event, this is a great time to go over your vocabulary, put it in an organized fashion, and review, review, review. So you can definitely dedicate a session to that as well. And the last thing I would suggest that you spend time on would be focusing on grammar. And again, this should be tied in with what you've done earlier in the week. So let's say, for example, we're talking about movies in our conversation example, and we had a conversation, there were some things we didn't know how to say. Uh, so that would be a time to say, hey, what type of grammar is associated with movies? So you may need to know how to use adjectives, where to place them in a sentence. You may need to learn how to tell a story. So you'll be using the past tense and you'll have to figure out which past tense to use as you're explaining what happened in the movie. So you might decide for this particular session um, to focus on grammar and to focus on the past tense. And to also look at the verbs that you actually need when you're having a conversation about movies, okay? So this is a great way to really focus your grammar so that it's not just trying to master everything in a textbook, but you'll want whatever grammar that you're focusing on to be related to what you've been learning in your previous study sessions that week. So I hope that was a good overview. Just as a review, the things that you should focus on and in this order would be, one, the sounds of Spanish, including your pronunciation. Two would be your listening comprehension. Three would be your conversation skills, whether you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation or you're practicing in preparation for a conversation. Four is you want to focus on your vocabulary. So whether you're doing flashcards, constructing memory palaces, whatever your particular uh, way is of learning vocabulary and committing it to memory, you want to spend your next session on that. And then lastly, you'll want to look at any gaps in your grammar related to what you've been listening to and learning for that week and you want to work on that in your fifth session. So how might this look in a typical week? All right, so let's say at bare minimum, you have three days a week to learn Spanish, and you only have 30 minutes a day. So this is kind of uh, really, really bare minimum, but we're going to make it work, all right? So let's say you have Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You have a half an hour. Maybe it's during your lunch break. And that is your dedicated Spanish study time. All right, so for Monday, I would spend 15 minutes on pronunciation and working on the sounds of Spanish. And then I dedicate the last 15 minutes of that session to working on active listening. And these are really easy to pair together because again, you can use the same content. So let's say I'm listening to a song and I review maybe the first verse and the chorus and I practice listening and repeating. And then I focus in on doing some active listening for the last 15 minutes of the session. On Wednesday, I would spend that 30 minutes on conversation. So let's say my dedicated time for Wednesday is during my commute to work or during a lunch break. 
I could take 30 minutes to review one lesson of the Pimsleur Spanish course because again, those lessons tend to be between 25 and 30 minutes each, so it perfectly fits into that time and you'll be listening and repeating uh, and practicing conversation. Uh, or I could spend that time, I could book a lesson with a coach or a tutor on a site like italki or a Spanish consalsa coach. I could also book a 30 minute lesson and I could have that conversation with them during my break. On Friday, I would spend about 10 to 15 minutes reviewing the vocabulary from my active listening session as well as my conversation because there are probably some words that came up that I didn't know or some things I need to work on from that session. So I would review that vocabulary, make some flashcards for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then I'd spend the last 15 to 20 minutes reviewing some of the grammar that I've learned this week that I know I need to work on. Maybe there are about three different verbs that I need to learn in the past tense and their irregular verbs. So I'm gonna spend some time focusing on learning the different tenses of those verbs on Friday. And I'll probably you know, also maybe write a few short sentences that are using the grammar and some of that vocabulary so I get some practice with the new words that I'm learning and also with the new grammar concept. So those are my three sessions for the week. So we were able to do it. And again, that is bare minimum study time. But if you just have three days a week and 30 minutes, that is how I would use it. Now, there are some things that you need to do in between sessions as well. So you've had a successful week of study. So you want to take a time to do a check-in on a weekly basis. And you're really trying to figure out, okay, what worked this week? What didn't work? And how do I prepare for the upcoming week? It's really important to spend this time to really reflect on what worked and also to prepare your study sessions for next week. So the only way this really goes smoothly is if you take some time to think about it in between sessions and really plan for what you're going to do. And you also want to make sure that you're staying on track with your goal. So if you have a 30 day goal or 60 day goal or a 90 day goal, uh, you want to make sure week to week that you're staying on track and that you're still going to meet that goal by your deadline. Another thing that you can do in between sessions is review vocabulary. So you've created some flashcards, hopefully, or you have a word list, uh, and you can spend some time while you're waiting in line, while you're uh, sitting on the telephone, right, and you're on hold because you're making a call to customer service about your Amazon Prime order, <laughs> or maybe that's just my problem. Um, but whatever uh, you're doing, we have a few minutes of downtime. Uh, it's great to review your vocabulary. You can also spend some of that time listening to songs in Spanish, listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, something that you enjoy doing that is not focused study. That'll still increase your exposure to the language, and I consider that more of your passive uh, learning time, not necessarily your actively studying, but you're still exposing yourself to Spanish and you're keeping it in your environment. So those are some things that you can do in between lessons, and then you can prepare yourself for another week of successful study. So I hope this was helpful. I hope these tips are something that you can apply. And I, I think if you do these things consistently, you will notice that you will make progress in your Spanish by following this type of study plan. One, you'll be working on all of the areas that you need to work on to become proficient in Spanish. And you'll also be doing it in context because each week you'll be having conversations, you will be learning new vocabulary, and the grammar that you're practicing is going to be directly related to your conversation topics and to the other material that you're using to learn week to week. So this will make learning incredibly personalized for you and it will also make it very relevant and interesting because it's going to be based around topics that you choose and conversations that you're having 
in your day-to-day life with Spanish, okay? So this is a very practical approach. I hope you have found it helpful. And if you're interested in attending our workshop where we actually walk you through step-by-step how to set goals that you can actually use to apply the study technique that I just walked you through, uh, again, we will be having a workshop on August 25th that will be within our Spanish Con Salsa members community. And we will be opening up membership next week. So next Tuesday, August 11th, 2020, uh, we will be opening the doors and offering a new special for new members uh, to come into the Spanish Con Salsa community. So if you're interested and you want more information, I won't go into the details just yet, but next week's episode, I'll get into more information and you'll actually get to hear from one of our members in the Spanish Con Salsa community. And he's going to share his experience and how he went in 90 days from being shy, not really able to hold a conversation in Spanish, very much focused on Duolingo and making progress there, but still not able to have a conversation. How he went from that in 90 days participating in our members challenge to being able to give a presentation in Spanish and to start conversations with strangers in the airport while he was traveling to Asia. So he has a lot to share about his experience and I hope that you'll find it inspiring to really help you uh, decide what your next step is going to be and how you will get to the point where you're having comfortable conversations in Spanish and week by week making progress towards fluency. So that's going to be in next week's episode. But if you'd like to get on the wait list for the Spanish Con Salsa Members Club, you can go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash join. That's SpanishConSalsa.com slash join. And you'll be directed to our wait list so that you will be the first notified as soon as the doors open to our membership. And you'll be able to take advantage of the bonuses that we will be offering as well. So make sure you tune in next week's episode. And again, as always, I hope that something that you heard today will take you one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.